we need each other. That's facts. I need, I need a, my sisters. I need my brothers out here. A coward dies a thousand deaths, and for all the bootlickers, may you die a thousand and one. The place for the realest conversations. Tori, you want all the action? Or you want all the smoke? Oh, this man, I'm with all that smoke too, man. I didn't see Ron Johnson. He trash. Chisholm is trash. How the hell are you here to help us and your kids are dying in the street? I understand that this is Milwaukee and everyone believes that if someone says something, it's mentioned. It's not. I don't care if it's the past. If you see the past ain't acting right, you check that fool. Where's the results? Talking topics that need to be highlighted and discussed in our communities. Would you trade places with a black person? Uh, yeah, sure. No, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever said the N word? Come on, be the ready? truth. We on the truth. <laughs> Unfiltered and unfazed. This is the Tory Low Show on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. The reason I believe the racism is getting worse is because whites know that they will be outnumbered in about 20, 21 years. They're going to be outnumbered. Mm. Hey, Tori, man. How are you doing, brother? I'm actually from India. We brown people can totally relate with you. And sometimes it's like, did that just happen to me? We have to not let the government mind efforts either. That cop ain't never been brought to the public because he ain't normal and he may not even exist no more. Say no more. Release the video. You know, you keep on doing what you're doing, man. You're going to take over this talk radio, man. Just keep on focusing on what you're focusing on. I wish you a lot of love. God bless you, brother. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Tori Lowe. When you want to go Justice Wisconsin, the truth. The most requested advocate in the state. 101.7 FM. The movement continues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee, stand yeah. up, yeah. stand up It's Tory Low, the truth From one to four, we about that action So tap in and let's go uh, We want that justice, we want all the smoke From Monday through Friday Trying to bring the city hope Yeah Tory low from one to four, Monday through Friday, let's go. We bout that action from the block, and we ready, let's go. Tap in, and it ain't no holding back. We ready, we ready. 1017 the truth. Tory Low, Tory Low Show live from American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue, and I'm here for the action. And I'm but that action. And I want all the smoke. Who wants the smoke today? Salute to my brothers and sisters on the front lines. The movement continues. The America continues. How you doing, DJ Brother Z? It's hump day. And how y'all doing out there in Radio Land? Truth Nation. Hey, thank you for joining me this Wednesday, February 28, 2024. This would normally be the last day of Black History Month, but it's a leap year. So we get We got an extra day. We get an extra day. What you going to do with it? How you doing? We got... Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith in the building. How you doing, Tony Smith? Uh, I'm doing good. Doing good, man. Hey. You know, except for the uh, deep freeze that came back. Right. Like what happened, bro? 73. Let me tell you something. Whoever playing with the button, <laughs> with, with, with the it. weather, with the weather button, the they, need to be, they need to be fired. This weather need to take its medications. Hey. I'll bipolar They need out to here. be fired. Because ain't no way it's 70 degrees and then it's, it's a blizzard. It's like it's, it's snow on the ground the next day. Mm, nice. Hey, I be watching them. Uh, what they what the, what was the movie where they was controlling the weather? 
They put out these little movies where they can, what was that? Eat some kind of some kind of device they had in this movie that they was controlling the weather. Oh, really? It was a movie that came out like a I couple years ago. I know what you're ago. talking yeah. about, but I don't remember. Uh, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know how Hollywood throws stuff out there and, and they got this technology? I don't know. But whoever got the Milwaukee button need to be fired. No, it was. It's, it's every button because I got friends out west and they, they get the weather right before we do. Geo storm. I so think. they were they were telling us about they were telling me about the weather before oh I got here. Goodness, and I was like, it's cold there. I goes just. I go, yep. They go, it's coming. Yep. Sure enough, it's gonna be back up to. I, I was telling somebody yesterday the weather is going backwards, dude. Like, mm. it was it was it was a uh, summer, and now it's in the, it's in the winter suddenly. Like, <laughs> we're back to winter. It was, we went to uh, we're going to we're going to fall next. It'll be about sixty this weekend. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy, right? Well, it's it's the end of February. It's Black History Month. And I was doing a little scrolling. I was doing a little scrolling. And I saw something that made me go raise an eyebrow, uh, Tony Smith. Scrolling. I was scrolling on Instagram. That's all we do. And 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 I saw something that made me raise an eyebrow. Like I didn't notice. And and it's this woman called Auntie tell. Beth. Auntie Beth. She's every okay. every day she gets on Instagram and she talks about things that we may not know about okay. our history. You know, just kind of subtle things that, you know, make you go, oh, I didn't even hmm. know that. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, so it was two things I son DJ Brother Z about it, but this this one Okay, this this one thing that I I found out is it's it's mannerisms that was taught to us in slavery yep. that carried over into, into our real life. Like we, we don't even know where it came from. We just do it. Mm. So my grandmother used to teach me to say, yes, sir. No, sir. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. Well, I didn't know that that that's something that came out of slavery where we couldn't address white people by their name, so we had to call them sir and madam and things like mm-hmm. that. Yep. So as we progressed, we just started calling our elders, yes, ma'am, no, mm-hmm. sir, no, you know, that kind of language. But I went, let's listen to what uh, Aunt Beverly on uh, Instagram had to say. Bev here. Let's talk about the word auntie. When I first signed on to social media as Auntie Bev, I had a few young people write me privately to say they thought I was feeding into the negative stereotype about older black women. It is true. Auntie was considered a derogatory word during slavery and Jim Crow. Whites referred to older black women they saw as outliving their prime and having a diminished capacity as auntie, as opposed to referring them formally as Miss or Mrs. So-and-so. But the word auntie, in my opinion, has become a term of endearment by the black community. I love being called auntie. I want to be everybody's auntie. (laughs) But yes, the roots of that word were embedded 
in slavery. So what do you think? Hey, do you look, see? That's I mean, the word auntie is is a derogatory word. Was. Well, I'm talking about all right, the N-word, right? You don't like yep. you don't like the N-word, right? right. Okay, we it, it's kind of like we know the N-word was kind of off. Like, okay, it's, it was used as a way to demean. Right. I didn't know the word auntie was that too. But you can, it's, it's it's in the same thing, right? It, it meant something back in the day, right. but now it doesn't mean the same thing. We like, flipped. Like words, yeah, words get flipped all the time. A lot of stuff does. Do you use the N-word? Uh, when I'm rapping. <laughs> oh, you rap? Oh, <laughs> what? You, you rap T-Smith? You don't want me to spit no bars. Uh, hey, I know, I know you like when you hear old school records. You, yeah, 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 that's right. You I, love I, a lot I, of old I, school I chime hip-hop. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't know you had a, you got an album out. You got a song? Uh, No. Did we got something we can look up on Instagram? <laughs> no, or, you don't. On Facebook or TikTok or something? Uh no, you won't find you won't find any unless you want to send me a track. I can I can put some bars on it. I'm gonna send you a track. Hey DJ Brothers, we gonna get Tony Smith. Give me a track. We gonna get Tony Smith in the studio. Oh yeah, what hey, what? But you oh. finna freestyle? Oh, no, hey, don't make me freestyle out here. Ah, oh wow, what what? I didn't expect this today. All right, check it out. Check it out. Oh, oh, he stopped it. Okay. <laughs> nah, nah, forget I, it. I, oh, wow. I ain't ready for that right now. Hey, I, I thought this was home. I thought we was about to was do hometown music. I was going to do the, the, the what was it called? Reason. The Five Fingers of Death, where you go through five tracks. Oh, no. And this. Oh, no. Hey, I would love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Are you finna rap, Tony Smith? Tori, don't make me go. <laughs> don't make me go. Hey, do you got something in the vote for real? I do not. Okay. Too, too hey, slow. I thought he was. Going, I do got some stuff, but I ain't gonna let it go right some now. Some Dawes effects. Or I, got, I got some stuff. I got some stuff. I ain't letting them go right now. I'm gonna hold okay. on to it. Hey, I'm gonna save it. Put it in my pocket for later. But but the thing is, I wouldn't have thought that the word auntie would have been. I, I just I just didn't think right. that. I call. I, mean, I got aunties. You know. Right. I mean, you. Let's see. That's the thing, though. Like, who are you calling auntie? Like you're only your yeah, like my only relatives. your real auntie. I'm not calling I mean, I, I call DT auntie. Oh, you do? Yeah, like people do do that. Like they, Yeah, see, I don't do that. The older, you know, they like they call Snoop Dogg um. Right. Or Shannon right, Sharp. Or, or um. Shannon, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, like those are, when it's like that, I think that, that came out of the derogatory <laughs> idea. Uh, probably, but yeah, I don't, wow. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, dude, if you go, if you go back in the history, now we know, we know real history and being told. We so know it's, it's probably a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of mannerisms that we carried on that it may we don't even know. I mean, there's some other thing. I'm, I'm what, and then all of a sudden that made me think of, you know, these dudes wearing their pants sagged down. We know where that came from. Yeah, prison. Right. They don't know that. They think it's cool. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you don't even know what that means. <laughs> Pull your pants up. Right. <laughs> so I'm Inviting so, people in. Right. There's a lot of stuff that uh, probably was meaning one thing or came from someplace. And I somehow got flipped on his head. And now it's it's something else. But, you know. It's, also, it's, they, they it was something that I saw that uh, after I saw the auntie one. So I was like, well, what else? I didn't know. Well, they, it was like it, up? it was like something with the brown paper bag. What's that? Like it was like a a a test. Then we got the brown paper bag test. It's like what they used to do the brown paper bag test, and this is black people. Mm. Like if you were if you was darker than a brown paper bag, sometimes you got denied in the black community 
Because she was too dark. Too dark. The, 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 the brown, they call it the brown paper bag test. Mm. You can't be darker than the bag? Let's listen. Never Let's talk about the brown paper bag test, shall mm-hmm. we? <laughs> you know, white people weren't the only ones discriminating against blacks during the Jim Crow era. There was a segment of black society, the lighter skinned blacks, the elite society, that also Yellow discriminated against mm-hmm. other black people. If you were darker than a paper bag, you wouldn't be permitted to attend any of their events. Oh, wow. You wouldn't be accepted into any fraternities or sororities. And in some instances, you would be denied application into colleges and universities. Wow. Ironically, the brown paper bag test really dates back to slavery where slave owners would rape enslaved black women and produce biracial children. Those children were permitted to work inside the home while the darker skinned blacks were forced to labor in Mm -hmm. the fields. The brown paper bag test, it was real and a part of black history. And as you can see, I would have been excluded. Hey, look, mm. I, I, I don't know. I probably would have been excluded. Ooh, I'm on. The, I'm on the border. You might. You might. You might be matching. I'm in the you border. Might have matched. I might have, I might have matched the paper bag. I'm close, baby. Let's go in hey, the house. Hey, let's go get some, in the house. Let me eat. Hey, <laughs> I want to be that's outside. Sad. Ain't that sad that we that these things had to take place? I mean, you know, especially with the Willie Lynch, all of these things to to put pit people against each other and things like that. These divide and conquer strategies. A lot of a lot of stuff I, is taking place. I never thought that you know that that was the case. I never heard of the brown paper bag test. I always heard of light skin, dark skin, and we do it today, like red bone, yellow bone. You know, like that. We talk about the skin color in a different way now. And I thought, and I thought that brown paper bag thing was when the 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 owners they knew they was messing around with the slaves and they was having babies. So that's the way to tell, like, oh, which ones are the owners? Oh, wow. The slave owners' babies. The lighter ones. Oh, wow. So they say, oh, y'all, you can you can work in the house. <sighs> mm, mm. That, that's a lot. That's a lot to think of because we, did, we, <laughs> did, we don't live in those times. Like, right. we, it's happening. We, we can't even imagine. It's more stuff. systematic now. It's not more uh, on top of you. But can you imagine being in the space where Jim Crow... Where you had to go to uh, the water fountain. Some of those people are still alive. I'm talking about, but yeah, this was. Like, that's why I say Jim Crow was just like, like in you, the if, 60s. If you if you're in your 70s, you you were uh, you were like you were around that time. And you grandma, were old enough to know. Yeah. Like like I said, like to see that like we live, we don't even know what that feels like to be denied. You know something. Well, we you know we we know it on a certain level, but it's not something. But it's not, not like it's not like every. It's not like day, blatant. Like it's like when you walk outside, you can't go over here, or you, you can't, or you can't address a white person by their right. name. You can't. You can't even look at it. You can't even give, make eye contact with them. They might think you they might, they might take it the wrong way. Right. They might say, "Oh, he did something to me." Mm. And no judge, that's no had, jury. That had to, that had to, our ancestors are so strong, resilient. I, I mean, I saw something. I saw something on Facebook where they were they executed a fourteen year old. Did you see that one on uh, Instagram? Was that because uh, they said that he raped somebody? He, no, they said that he killed two two little white girls. Oh, okay, 
because I saw it at the one where. But I mean, you know, there was no jury. No, no but, trial. Oh no! Just, oh, it you was just, just right there. You did it, yeah. Judge, jury, and executioner, right there. And execution, fourteen. Oh wow! And, and, and this went on all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Normal this was stuff. like normal. Yeah. So, like I said. Yeah, something we can't even imagine. That's why I salute my ancestors. That's why I, I'm proud that they fought for us to get to this point. Now we got to continue to fight. I think a lot of times we forget that that the marathon continues. You know, we got to continue to open up the way for the next generation. And the next generation have to do the same. Uh, you can't get lackadaisical. Yep. Hey, look, when we come back, we're going to have more conversations, Truth Nation. I'm in the building with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. And that's Tory Lowe bringing you all the action and all the smoke. Don't touch that dial. The Tory Lowe Show will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It's The Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Is mine. I'm so far in. I'm speaking with an accent. Just caught twin. Can't even relax in my room. That brown paper bag money push my mattress through the roof. This for my niggas getting brown paper bag money. This for my super getting black plastic bag money. We talking about that bad money. The IRS can't tax money. You dig me? Just made a hundred of that brown paper bag money. I thank God for the meal you prepared for me. Take care of my fam and my little dog money. Thank God for that brown paper bag, yeah. One of one. Having the truth. Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. DJ Brother Z on the ones and twos in studio with Marquette Hall of Famer and Tony Smith. We at the end of February. We made it this far. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we was at the Bucks game last night, the HBCU game night. Milwaukee Bucks against the Charlotte Hornets. Bucks, uh... They they, kept, they got three in a row, don't they? They kept Charlotte to one of the lowest scoring first halves in NBA history. Charlotte's not that good, but yeah. But what I'm saying is that's a booster. Hey, anything is a booster right now. You, right, you got to You got to It's go time right now for the Bucks. You got to start gelling. You got to start looking good. You got to start playing well. Got to get your confidence ready. The playoffs are no joke. So they're trending in the right direction. And also, I like to see the lineup. The lineup that the Bucks have now. Uh, Portis is coming off the bench. Uh, I saw that he he changed the lineup a little bit. So no matter what they rotate, they always got power on the floor, like scores on the floor. Like some teams try to, you know, get they sometimes, – sometimes they got a, a, a guy that can score 30 points. And then when he comes out the game, the, the backup comes in and he may can get 10, you know. Well, now the, the way they're rotating the Bucks. They keep a score in there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the thing a is, you, you got scores. you got uh, you know, Middleton was out, right? So, um, you know, when you get to the playoffs, you you, you hope to have him back. Uh, I mean, you don't know, but right, you hope to have him back, and um, it's, it's going to that's going to change the it's going to change the rotation. Is Middleton obviously. the score that we once knew though? Uh, he Middy can get you twenty. Yeah, he get you twenty. He, I'm just saying, like it's not seems, on a night to night basis. I said he can get you. I know. 20. I, I mean, yeah. he used to be what Dame is now. 
Well, because he was had to be the second scorer. Right. Because Drew Holiday was not that scorer. So he's basically taking Drew's role. Some games I can explode if I need mm-hmm. us to. But other times, I'm just going to be picking up the scraps. I'm going to get you about 15 a game. That's what he's going to be. Now, it's Dame and Giannis. They're putting up to 20-something, right. 30 burgers, you know, 40 burgers, whatever. Uh, so you only need two of those. You don't need. You can't have three of them. Right. Well, what so, I'm saying is Porter's coming off the bench. I like that. Porter should have always been off the bench. He always. I thought they put uh, the. I thought they put him in the starting lineup for a second. Uh, they shouldn't have. But he may have been in there at at times, depending on some load management. But no, it mm. should be, you know, uh, Dame. I think they start Beasley, um, Lopez, obviously Crowder, um, you know, then Giannis and Lillard. So right. I mean, that's that's what the lineup should be. I, I'm I'm I think Doc trying to get it together. I'm, I'm gonna give Doc a little they bit are, more time. Yeah, it was just a lot just of people. A, a lot of people was uh before the All Star break was uh coming for Doc Scout. Uh, I mean, who knows? It's hard to say. You I got, know that's your buddy. I you know st- you like. You that. still got well for me. You still got Connaughton playing too much. Right. He's Connaughton playing like twenty some minutes. Mm. Those should be Middleton's minutes. Right. Kick kick Connaughton down. I mean, you got obviously you have. Um, Pat Bev, he's going to play some backup minutes. He has to. I'll take his 15, 16 minutes. Crowder? Uh, Crowder's starting, so you know he's, right. he's got to play 20-something minutes. That's just what that is. Um, but, you know, the the for me, like, Green, like, Green's, Green's playing like 10, 15 minutes. That's mm. too much. I mean, if you're going to be a, a, a high-caliber playoff team, Green can't be getting minutes. Mm. Kind of thing can't be getting those kind of minutes. It's not going to serve you well. Okay, that's, well, that's just me. But I mean, right now they're getting it together. I, I, th- I they on a three game winning streak. Correct, they're on a three game winning streak, and right now hey, it is what it is. Uh, they just got can keep trying to get better. Well, I, you know what? When I was watching the game, I noticed that the way he's rotating the players in and out. Well, at least from what I'm seeing against Charlotte after the All Star break. Yep. He they they starting to figure out the formula. Uh, yeah, starting to get try on defense. Yet. That's the formula. Well, look, I mean, like I said, they only had like twenty some points in the first half. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, that's they said that's the lowest in the NBA. Right. This is what. This is what basically to me. The Charlotte. What, to me, what Hornets was going had on? That low of a scoring. Correct. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that had. Nothing, I mean, but did uh, that have anything to do with the defense? Uh, a little bit uh, had more to do with Charlotte's terrible. <laughs> you know, they beat they beat the Sixers. They beat. Uh, I think it was. Uh, the T Wolves. Now T Wolves are a very good right. team. So I mean, now that's they number that, one in the West. That's a game that you can look at and be like, "Ooh, okay, y'all beat the T Wolves. Right. Now, now you're doing something there." And T Wolves only scored 107 points. So you're, I mean, that's a good, that's a good win. Right. The Sixers is a good win. T Wolves good win. Charlotte, you're supposed to win. Okay. But you, you still find two. You no, well, you did what you're supposed to do though. There's, it's always something about that, like. You can't let a team like Charlotte, who you're supposed to beat like this, come in and give you a game. That's what you can't do. Mm. So they did what they're supposed to do. Like they was doing before the All-Star. Correct. Game. They will let some of those terrible teams come in and play with them. Mm-hmm. Like That's what you can't do. This is how you're supposed to handle those teams right now. You blow them out. Because you got expectations, expectations well, I mean, to you, win the championship. I mean, it's you know they always talk about games sending a message. I'm sending a message right now. We ain't, we ain't playing no more. So weak team coming here? Nah, you ain't competing. Mm. Nope. 
We blowing your doors off. I'm liking what I'm seeing now. I yeah. mean, after the All Star break, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I think that Dame is now playing a with a different long way to go. Though, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he's playing a little bit more aggressive too, because uh, he won the All Star MVP. He won a three point contest. I think he brought a lot of excitement. That's why you think he's doing it. Well, I'm talking about the the confidence. Or you think his confidence came. The confidence kicks back in. But that's offensive confidence. Mm. He was. He was. He, got nothing to do with defense. He was. He was out there, you know, piling up some fouls the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's he not defense. Trying, hey, he was trying to fouling is he not was, defense. Him, you know, he was trying to play defense. Yeah, defense is defending without fouling. Tori, hey, he so had like know. I think two, two, a couple back to back. All of all them hackers out there. He was trying you can't to hold, be fouling people trying, hey, and thinking you playing deep. You that's, got six fouls. That's not like cats at the uh, at the rec center at the Y, <laughs> thinking they dn you up when they fouling the crap out of you. Like I man, can, back up. I can picture you down at the Y at the rec center uh, dealing with these young cats. Right, they just be hacking too. Like, but, oh man, it's physical. No, this is fouls. When we get back, speaking of the young cats, uh, I, I, some people came forward to explain what happened with Cam Newton with the scuffle. Oh. Okay. With the seven on seven at the seven on seven, some people then came forward on the radio and said something about what happened with Cam Newton. I want to know. We gonna talk about it when we get back. Truth Nation. Stay like them right here on Tory Lowe. The Tory Lowe Show returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? Yes. I'd like to welcome to the stage. Tony, Tony, Tony. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Entertainment. Current events and trending topics. You get it all on the Culture Report with the Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith on the Tory Low Show. Here is your host, Tory Low. 101, Seven of Truth, Tory Low, Tory Low Show. DJ Brothers, the other ones and twos. Pop Culture Report brought to you by Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith in the building. Hey. I was here. Now, we've been talking about this Cam Newton situation where we talk about when athletes give back, when people give back to the community. Now people saying that, you know, when they see this brawl uh, with people fighting Cam Newton or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. that this is why people don't try to give back because this may happen to them. Well, some of the guys in the video, for those who are paying attention or are following the situation with uh, Carolina Panther Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer Cam Newton, he got into a brawl at a seven-on-seven with some young people or, you know, some people that were participating, and the video been going viral. Well, Mm. those guys have gotten on the radio to tell their side of the story. Let's listen and see what they was talking about. What transpired, like what can make someone anyone like so angry because i'm sitting here and i'm speaking to you guys and there's so much that you guys are doing for the community and you're pouring into these uh young men and so it's just like what can make something transpire like this first and foremost like what i want to do i want to apologize to everybody that was out there and to the the parents of not just our team but Mm -hmm. everybody everybody that was affected by it 
It never happened mm -hmm. like we should have been able to sit down and talk like there's no reason we should be yelling at each other while a game right. going on like ain't none of that necessary and so Cam has an organization mm -hmm. it's not just one team he has an organization so it's just been a lot of trash talk you know from you know what I'm saying hit more so his side just out of nowhere just talking crazy to us for no reason it's like it's not nothing new like I've been around bro for five years so mm -hmm. like this typical Cam what? Newton behavior but Steph you was right there yeah, so oh, they you talking. was listening to the whole thing, so yeah, you heard yeah. him and you walked up. So Let Steph walked up there, oh, okay. What's the, and as I'm know? walking up with Steph, Cam is in Steph's face. I made y'all responsible for everything y'all do, whatever. The, then he grabbed Steph. Okay. So me being my little brother, and I'm walking up a flight of steps, and I see a 6'6 six, six guy grabbing my brother. And that's the footage that everybody that's sees. That's what everybody's seeing. Okay. Like, so that was the first altercation yeah, that everybody nothing, saw. Nothing else right ever happened him. before okay. that. Nothing else ever happened. Nobody's seeing how he was talking crazy for the past two days. Oh, wow. Mm. So Cam was jacking. Yeah, Cam was puffing his chest out. It's like I'm. I run this. Talking I'm about the side of his neck. Uh, something. Well, see that. Like I, they, I think they came in late too, because they like Cam was like he just started talking for no reason. No, no he just, said he'd been around for five years. He said this is just normal Cam behavior. I know, but I'm saying something made him start talking crazy. Well, you like, know, he didn't just start talking crazy for game, no reason. He said, "Hey, I made." I made y'all like you right, know. but what's making him say that? He don't just come up. He don't just walk in place. Right, that's what I'm saying. Somebody talking uh, crazy. Cam is a trash talker. He is. So he somebody said something and they he escalated to. But I, like that's all I'm saying. I've been in the, that arena. I've been trash in tra talking. I've been I've been around people trash talking, and there's a level of trash talking that's accepted. Right, it's in the game. Like now, when you take it outside of that level. Uh, or you say something personal, all right, now you're doing too much. Now, if you're talking trash about the game, like, right. oh, you can't guard me or this, all right, whatever. I ain't nobody worried about that. When you start saying something else personal, now you this is that's outside that. They ain't got nothing to do with this game. Uh-huh. Uh now now we're gonna now we're gonna handle some other business. So that's that's what probably happened. So you there. think that Cam was was trash talking like he I think they're do. doing game trash then talking. Some, then somebody and then got somebody personal. got sensitive. Yep. Somebody like, got talked about his hat. Now, I don't know who it was. Somebody got sensitive, Said something though. about his hat on his head with the dread sticking out. <laughs> Possibly. And then he said, hey, I made you. Or they're probably talking about, that's why you're in, in the league now. Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that, yeah, said something like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to cut him. Right. See, then, now that's outside. That's outside the lines. That's out of bounds. Then he got outside. the. But see, I'll say this. There's like, a thin line between trash talking and actually getting into a fight. It is. It, it's like it's a real that's why thin you line. Keep, that's why you keep it in the game. So when you practice trash talking, you it's dangerous. It, it, it is. Yeah, it is. And some people practice that. And oh, they love the you trash can't, talk. You can't practice trash talking without knowing that you may say something to where somebody may respond physically. Yeah, and the the other the the crazy part is like a lot of times people who trash talk like they can't take it. Right. Like, I agree. Right. They they like to talk it, but if you give it back to them, like, ooh. Especially that, if, they, if get you mad. get them, if you hit them in oh, a sweet spot. Right, yeah. right, right, right. If you're better than them at it, right. they come up on the wrong person, and they better. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's like, come on, man. Like, how are you going to trash talk? And, like, a lot of people, I get it. Like, some people do it for motivation. Like, they're motivating themselves. They want right. to get themselves going, right? So they want, they need to trash talk. That's fine. To get some, him in the right frame of mind. Right. Some dudes try to do it to take other dudes out of their game, right? I'm going to get your head off the game and mm -hmm. onto me. 
Uh, and so to try to throw you off a little bit, but you got to you got you got to be aware of all those games. You got to know yourself. If you somebody who can engage in trash talking and still perform, oh, go right ahead. You had to hold Michael Jordan, the biggest trash talker ever yeah, but in not, the history of the NBA. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't though. He they, a lot of people said no. Jordan just kept jacking. He, he does not. He does not. Who the biggest trash talker? Uh, you're talking guys like in Gary, NBA history. Gary, uh, history, I don't know, but Gary Payton was a big one. Okay. He talked a lot of trash. He the just, glove. He just talked in, in I general. I can see it was a strategy for him because he was right. a defensive person. He just talked. Uh, who else used to talk? Anthony Mason used to talk. They said Larry Bird used to talk Larry to Larry Bird would talk mad stuff. <laughs> mad stuff. You played against hey, Bird? Yep. And then he would just dismantle you. <laughs> oh, wow. They, yeah, they said Bird used to tell you where he, exactly what he was going to do. do. Oh, yeah. He'd tell you. Like, he, James, oh, Worthy, wow. James Worthy told me a story once. He said, like, it was like they call a timeout. It was the game is on the game is on the line. They said they came out in the huddle. Bird's walking to his spot on the floor, and he just said, "I'm about to bust show right, uh, right here for game from three. And he was James was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Larry caught the ball, shot a three right in his face. Bam, game." I was like, "Ooh, oh, nasty!" nasty. <laughs> oh, and, and you know the thing with trash talking, like. I never, I never cared about trash talking, but like I said, if I can get an advantage, I'm gonna try to get the advantage. And sometimes the game is like eighty percent mental. Yeah, so it's a lot of mental. It's, going it's, in. it's a lot of mental. So yeah. I understood the the essence of an ideal of trying to throw somebody off. Uh, yeah, ideally, but when it gets personal, I, yeah, ideally though, when you trash talk, never, you want to be able to back to, it up. I never went to the personal. That's why I don't like dudes like. Uh, Pat Bev talking too much trash. Like, Pat Bev, you're really not going to do a right. lot. And I was watching like, him in the game uh, last night. He missed a lot of shots. And, that's also, and then he made a few. The other thing where you, what I don't like, like you talk about Jordan. Like, Jordan, I got a Jordan a lot. He never talked trash. Not to me. Because I wasn't talking trash to him. Uh-huh. What, you, what you'll hear, and you probably heard, uh, like, Garnett tells a story that's all over Instagram about him and uh, J.R. Ryder. Like, when he was in Minnesota, J.R. Ryder, little young player, had some bounce, was getting off a game, and KG, another trash talker. Right. KG coming there and talking he, trash. He fight. He, he, right. he fights but, after but, a but lot of his KG, trash. Uh, KG is talking trash to Jordan, who's guarding JR. He's not even talking trash to his own man. So that's where you got to be, like, you know, you got to watch it. Like, don't be talking trash to somebody else's guy, especially Jordan. And then from there, Jordan chewed him up because Jordan is like, Oh, you talking trash? Oh, okay. Now you did was juice him up. You can't. Ju- you juiced the wrong dude up. <laughs> right. <laughs> now he just ate you. He, he he gonna eat you alive. So he went and, and and tore them a new one after he was talking trash. He was quiet before that. Didn't say nothing. And that's like that's why I say when you do something, and uh, like a couple of times I remember one like I like I stole the ball from Jordan or, or blocked his shot or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you got your benches all hype. Right. Your benches hype. Right. I'm like y'all better shut up over there. <laughs> you was t- you was just trying to be calm. I, I was like telling them be quiet. Don't be talking trash. <laughs> get this dude mad now because <laughs> he has the ability to go off. Right. Like you don't want to do it. Oh wow. Oh wow. Shut up over there. Trash talk to your own matchup, and you better be able to back it up. And the thing about it is, when I was coming up, we had to we had to trash talk in high school. I went to North Division. Every day you walked in, somebody was ribbing you, and you had to master how to get them off of you onto somebody else. 
<laughs> he said, like, give somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because so I got really good at. That's when somebody in, in the crowd laughed. You say, "Oh, what you laughing at?" Yeah, like, <laughs> right. you'll point out something on them, <laughs> right. and then everybody will go, and the energy will go their way. <laughs> right, right. But that was life, though. That was oh, life. Yeah, that was yeah. life in high school, especially at North Division, where people would rib everybody. I'm talking about nobody was safe. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, but it was also a term of endearment because, like I've said, if they was paying attention to you and they was ribbing you, right, nine right. times out of ten, they was they was watching you, they was talking about you, so they would come in with it's, the ribs it's already fun. ready. Some yeah. people, some people ain't ready for the fun, no. Uh, oh, some people get hurt when you. Oh, way hurt. Oh my goodness, it was a dude. <laughs> I, I think the funniest rib uh, I heard was I was in the study hall, and the dude had a gray shirt, like a light gray shirt, and he came in the classroom. And, and 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 this one dude said, your shirt look like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, the, like, like the snow on like, the screen, like, TV screen. That's <laughs> it. What would make you think Bruh. of something like that? It was that was so funny. Like, and it was just the way it was. It was like a way of life. So when people trash talk me, I'm a I tell people low key. I'm a professional. But hey, you know what they hey. have? Speaking of professionals, you know what they have now? They have those uh, roasts. Oh yeah, they have the roast. The roast be doing that same oh, thing. My goodness, yeah. <laughs> they be killing people well, on the roast. And they say you ain't made it until you had a roast. Somebody yeah. roast you. The roast be getting personal though. Boy, they be ugh. they be throwing some heaters over there. Hey, as long as it's for charity. I mean, that's what they say is for. You take a beating on them roasts. Have you have you seen some of them? I, I have not man, only you, seen it. Man, you take some a people have asked on the me roast. in in the city to have a roast. Man, I, the, some of the some of the I, I saw I saw the uh, I, I don't know I saw if the I'm flavor. Ready for all of that. No, you don't want to do a roast. I saw the flavor flavor roast. Did you see that one? Oh yeah! Oh my god! <sighs> they crushed you. They said you look like a turd with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I said, like it. You know, that's a whole nother level of trash talk. Oh man! Hey, I don't know. I, I I just I'll stay away from it. I mean, I remember that uh, when I used to walk to Chicago, comedians in Milwaukee used to make fun of that, and I just started laughing. Make fun of what? You walking? Yeah, you know, it became a big deal in Milwaukee. Like people would really. Make, I mean, I, I saved all of it, the the clips, you know. But it was funny to me because that means if the comedians start knowing who you are, that means you're affecting the culture. That's what that yeah. means. Like if the if the comedians know and start ribbing you, that's not a bad thing. Like it's not personal. You don't know them, right? Right. But it's actually a part of the culture. Saturday Night yeah, Live 100%. do it. it. You know they do it on a large scale. They do it on a small scale. That just means that you're affecting the culture somehow, whether it's negative or positive. That's mm. all. It. Hey, look. When we come back, Trump dropped the insurrection ones. I call them the insurrection ones. <laughs> <laughs> Trump dropped his shoe, and uh, yeah, who's buying it? Fat Joe. Everybody. Fat Joe got a pair. We gonna talk about it when we get back. Truth Nation. Stay like in right here on Tory Low. Yo, mama's so fat. Her belly button gets home fifteen minutes before she does. <laughs> More of the Tory Lowe Show is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to the Tory Lowe Show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I said, give me two birds. I need two birds. So I can get the stomping in my 
101.7 The Truth, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. Pop Culture Report. I'm in the building with Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Hey, join us on 101.7 The Truth. On YouTube, get in the chat. Or hit us on the talk to text lines if you want to join the conversation. Tony Smith. They, they, I need to pair. Hey, they spreading. The people trying to explain why they purchasing do you Trump got, shoes. Do, do you got the insurrection ones? They ran out. They were sold uh, out. But wait, you tried to get them? I was going to get them. Man, he's supporting Trump. Really? I'm supporting all of it. I love the culture. I mean, Biden got some shoes called the... Uh, the culture? The, hold on, hold on. Biden got some shoes out, too. They ain't just Biden? talking about them. They, they look like... No, I don't think so. The prosthetic ones or something. I don't. The prosthetic ones. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the geriatric the ones. Geriatric ones. I don't know. They looking crazy. Mm. I, that was going around. They, you know, nobody said nothing when they put out the Biden Harris shoes. What I'm saying is, I don't remember those though. You ain't gonna remember them because they, they, it's like they got some Velcro across the front. And uh, I was looking at them. I, I, you know, I, I thought that that was good for people that you know. Ready to retire. But uh, the Trumps, mm. the Trumps is uh Fat Joe got a pair. But he had to explain to the people that he not a Trump supporter. Let's listen to what Fat Joe had to say. Show him the box first, but it says. It's friends and family, there's only 50 of these. I gotta get my hands on them. Once again, the the I'm not a Trumper. I dislike Trump. I'm not voting for him. Not now, not never. But I'm a sneaker collector into the art. So I had to find these. Now the mayor's going to call me. Everybody's going to call me. And say, you wilding out, Joe. Why you got the Trump? Look, mayor's the first one. Joe, you... He I'm a sneaker collector. All the rappers like I don't that. know what none of these guys did. I collect sneakers. The rarer, the better. Hey. He gonna get a, a call from the VP, the vice president. Uh, send, that, send that clip I just sent you to uh, Brother Z so he can play this one too. But I, I, the, the reason I'm like... I, 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 it, there's a small slice... That I get like okay, you're a shoe collector, like you said, the rarer the better. Um, but at some point, like, do I really want to? Do I really want to support this dude? You just said you don't like Trump. Well, well, he only got so many. I mean, but he just it said was I only don't like, like Trump. Fifty. He said it's only fifty. So many. It, it ain't like it's a whole bunch of these out. I know, but the thing, like, the thing I sent uh, you to send brothers is like. I saw that one. Now. Uh, right, the one guy, one guy, the one the guy in the news yeah. and was talking. But but that's why you, that's why you can't buy them. No, you can buy them. You don't let the media dictate. Nah, you. But it's 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 not the media. Well, what it I'm wasn't saying the media. Is it was a part. It was somebody from his campaign. Right, but what I'm saying so is, so they ain't the media. They telling you what I'm saying is they'll say whatever. It's, it's political season. I was talking about this the other day. It's millions and millions of dollars out here to shape the narratives of people. So mm-hmm. that's why I say you got to just do your own research and 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 try to make sure that you do what's best for what you have to get done 
politically, but it's millions of dollars out here now jockeying for the black vote like they do every four years. Yeah, but this is... Mm. I don't know about that. Z, did you find a good let's, clean let's, clip let's, of that? Did you find a good a clean, clean clip? clip of it? Let's I don't listen know. to what uh, I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the you know, th this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question hey. for him. <laughs> well, well, he kind of telling the truth, but he kind of not. The thing <laughs> is, he out not. of touch. A lot of the Republican GOP people so far out of touch with what is the culture. You know, so right. they so they get excited if they but but I, but months ago before he released the shoe, it was an article that came out. And I talked about this months ago that this election, this 2024 is going to be a fight over the black male voting. And we were exiting then before the shoe came out, we were already talking against uh, policies from the Democrats that we felt we felt like we weren't getting benefits from it. Mm -hmm. So here we go. This shoe could never be the reason I do anything. I'm going to look at what's going on in my community, what fits my ideas. But now that this shoe came out, and it's only a thousand of them, and right. a but white guy bought the shoe for nine thousand dollars. So when you get one of these shoes, let's say you buy one of these shoes for four hundred dollars, due to the fact that this is the first uh, shoe that people like from a president, the resale value on the shoe is almost quadruple. Yeah, if they don't, if they decide not to make more, now they've decided to make some more on you. Now your value well, just went down. Well, like I said, this is what this is what happens. But but I'm, for right now, it's eBay. People bought those shoes. They're selling them on eBay for three thousand, right? Four thousand dollars. If they can get it off right now, that, think, right. that's an increase. Yeah. But uh, my my thing is though, like so so you're saying I, I'm just saying like buying them to me is kind of telling them, oh yeah, we're doing the right thing when. No, you're not really doing the right thing. You're you're saying that, oh, no matter what you do or what your policies are, what you're saying, just because you bought sneakers, we're going to vote for you. Well, what I'm saying is only a, a thousand people that can get their hands on. I, I understand that. Okay, but, so that's but not it, huge but, but enough they, to but influence they, millions. No, but but it isn't a it isn't a I'm going to. I can only vote for you if I buy the sneakers. That's not what well, he's saying. It's a lot he's of saying that ain't going to vote. Well, I'm saying he's he's all he all he's saying. What I heard him say is like uh, Trump is in touch with the culture. That's what's going to pull you in. But Trump it, it ain't has really always a, been in touch with a, the culture. But I'm saying what he's saying. I'm okay. just saying what he's what he's trying to portray. Mm -hmm. He's trying to tell uh, if like if if you're if you're black and you're already not on his side. He's like, hey, look, he's in he's in touch with the culture. So that alone, you should vote for him. Well, that's like, that's, and look, that's, we do shoes. That's because that guy is Even out of if, touch. Well, that's what I'm but, saying. But I said, for, if you look back for years, Trump hung out with Oprah, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. Trump was in the community, and everybody, every rapper said they want to be like Trump. Put Trump. Trump has always that's because been they thought he was the rich. Well, right, right. So what I'm saying is, that's always been going on. So the fact that they Trump have also no got Trump, Trump also got sued. For not letting black people stay at his places. Right. But also, well, <laughs> so, Joe Biden created the 1994 crime bill. 
Uh, yeah. Okay, I know so he's part of it. He put a yeah. lot of people in mass incarceration. Hey, I'm, what they got to do with Trump? No, what I'm saying is I'm not advocating for either si- one of them. Both sides is all funny. Oh, yeah. yeah that's but, what I'm saying. Okay, like we, we can talk about both sides separately. Yeah, yeah, but both, right now we're talking both about sides Trump. Are all funny. And right now, if you're gonna throw out uh, ideas like that, then you got to throw out ideas as a president that most of these other guys did too as well. What I'm saying is, when it comes to the culture, but Trump wasn't even in politics. Trump is a part of the culture. He's always been a part of the culture. Black people always liked Trump until he ran for president. Uh, I've never liked Trump. I hated Trump when he was on Apprentice. But that's when black I started people, not liking him. Rappers, everybody. I, I can go back from when yeah, I was what's a child. That? Isn't he? He's in a Nelly song, ain't he? He's in multiple songs. Oh, I know. I know, yeah. I know he's one Nell, so, so, Nelly song. So what I'm saying is it can't be because of a shoe that people want to vote for somebody if it's only a thousand of them. They just take but, it. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Correct. That's but exactly I'll get one and sell it for $9,000. <laughs> yeah, if you can. <laughs> if you can get your hands on. All right, we got to run the break. I appreciate you, Tony <laughs> Smith, for coming through as usual. Holla. Hey, Truth Nation, when we come back, we're going to open up the line. Stay locked in right here on Tory Lowe. 